Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Good evening, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You'll also find us on Facebook as the talk show for talkers. And we always look forward to your comments, questions, feedback, and indeed we look at this as evaluation. You can also listen to previous shows on the website irishtalkers.com. And we also publish the Public Speaking Weekly. This is a roundup of links from the internet regarding Toastmasters, public speaking, confidence, tips, nice juicy bits for you to educate yourself with. So look for that newspaper link on the website. My name is Ted Melamphy and I'm joined again this week by the prolific, persuasive, passionate Paul O'Manning. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Ted, and it's a pleasure to have listeners again. And it's a pleasure for you to be with us and for me to be with you, Paul. And of course, we also have the magnificent, multi-talented, mindful, motivating, mercurial even, Marlo Brain. Now, Ted, I have to take you to task again, because <laughs> as we all know, triads are the thing yes, that you yeah, really should. And you went to a five, I think, there. I which, did, I did. Which sort of loses the impact, because yeah. you forget what the first couple were. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I'll go back, so I'll, I'll reintroduce. Yeah. Yeah. And I would also like to say that I'm joined also today by the mucky, messy, merciless Moira. I like it, Ted. Never was a more true word spoken in jest. It's good to be on the show, as always, Ted. Thank you, Moira. And for our listeners out there, we are going to have... Something like we have every week, there will be a thought for the week, there will be, a, not a speech, but there will be some nice stuff for you to listen to, there'll be a thought for the week, there'll be a word for the week. I'm not sure if we're going to delve into the magazine this week, that's something we'll have to um, reinvent, we'll have to start going into our magazine, but Paul is going to bring you something, uh, a real nugget, and Moira is certainly going to be giving us some of our education as a DTM and she's going to be bringing something that's always worthwhile speaking to. So, Paul, will I give the thought for the week before you decide to give the word for the week? I think that's the way we usually do it. Well, Ted, why uh, disturb something that isn't broken? So yes, off you yeah. go. And I think this is a nice one, actually, and it's something that would really resonate with me. A pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. And that was given to us by Winston Churchill. A very wise man in his day. I'm glad you should put it in a seat. You're right, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was also a wordsmith, a, a great wordsmith. He was a fantastic yeah. speaker. Yeah. Fantastic speaker. And he worked hard on it, actually. <clears throat> he did work very hard on it, yes. And he also uh, suffered from uh, a, a speech impediment, which, is, which people are not really aware of. Mm -hmm. And it just shows that even with a speech impediment, you can produce 
great oratory. Yes, and he certainly did that. Mm. And he had, he has some wonderful uh, quotations, actually. And there was one that I read in a book recently, and this is where I got the inspiration to look for Winston Churchill quotations. He said something to the effect of, you should always pay attention to history because I'm going to be part of it. <laughs> prophetic, quite, prophetic quite a nice at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in other words, what he was saying actually is a little one night that we heard the other night in our own club when somebody said, as was it uh, the Dalai Lama said, you should be the change you want to see yes. in the world. So yeah. you yourself, even as an individual, mm. all of us have the power to affect what can happen even from a world point of view. Yeah. It might but just be a little stone you throw in a river, but that ripple goes a long way. This quote is, is really another way of, of doing the, the glass half full, glass half empty mm -hmm. view of life, isn't it? It is. You know, mm -hmm. If you are a pessimist, then you're a glass half empty person. Yes. If you're an optimist, you're a glass half full yeah, But I like it that there's opportunity everywhere all around you. And I'm, I'm a good example of that myself with some of my own experiences. Yes. So Paul, you're going to give us a word now to add to all of that. I am. Um, the word of the week this week is alleg allegory. 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 A double L E G O R Y. Allegory. Why is that such a difficult word to pronounce? Well, it's because <laughs> I have a speech impediment. It's allegory. <laughs> allegory. And it what is, is uh, allegory? <clears throat> it, it, by the way, there's a plural of it, which is allegories. Hmm. It means a story or a poem or a picture or indeed an object that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically a moral or a political one. Ah. So some, you tell a story which has got a beginning, a middle and an end, very concrete could be all about a blackbird landing on top of a bush and something happening to the blackbird. Could be quite credible that it could actually happen. It's not a fairy tale, it's real. But you might really be talking about something that is happening in society. Terrific example for people who know the book is Animal Farm. Animal Farm is just a story about how the pigs came to rule mm. the world and uh, the difficulty that caused to people. But Animal Farm is about the rise of totalitarianism in uh, Europe, particularly the rise of the power of the Soviet Union. And the writer of Animal Farm, George Orwell, has a whole history of a political point of view and he used the novel in order to advance that point of view. So, uh, paintings. When people wanted to say uh, big things during, let us say, the Middle Ages, or even during the Renaissance, yeah. Lots and lots of paintings had, uh, were allegories essentially, or had hidden meanings in them. If you go back to ancient Irish poetry, 
There's hidden meaning in, a, mm -hmm. in every single line. So it's a useful rhetorical device if you want to say something which has more than one meaning. Interesting. Someone and also when you want to say something which it might be quite difficult to say directly. If you wanted to say, we have a government which is completely unsatisfactory. If you wanted to say that in a society where you might be thrown in jail or worse mm -hmm. for it, speaking allegorically would be very wise. So you could make reference maybe to Animal Farm? Yeah, you could, or you could, you could write novels about uh, what's happening in society without even saying what society it was. It could be an invented world. Um, it's, it's, uh, there are even some um, fairy tales that some people have believed were Allegorical. Political, political <laughs> yeah. tracts. That's what I was going to say, actually. Yeah. Fairy Humpty, tales Dumpty, children. Humpty Dumpty be, mm. would be a good one now yeah. To, yeah. to mention. There's a big controversy about Lord of the Rings. The writer uh, of Lord of the Rings, Tolkien, Tolkien. Mm. denied that it was allegorical, denied it was an allegory. Mm. But of course, lots of people can see it as having a hidden meaning. Fantastic book, yeah. So That's very interesting, yeah. Any thoughts about allegories, Moira? Yes. I, what immediately comes to mind is the parables in the, the New Testament and the Old Testament. Yeah, they are stories with a, not a, so much a hidden meaning, but a meaning which has nothing to do necessarily with the story. In other words, it's, it's just a way of expressing an emotion or a thought without actually saying it directly. Mm. And if some of the stories, if you were to take them literally, you'd be doing things that really would have nothing to do with what the message was supposed to be. Yeah. Like an eye for an eye, know, and all this, you know what I mean? Yeah, indeed. indeed. Quite dangerous, you know? Well, it might be dangerous, but there have been societies in which have had uh, judicial codes, legal oh, yes, codes, yeah, yeah. where if somebody hits you, you are entitled to hit them back. Mm -hmm. So if somebody, for example, shoots one of your children, you're entitled to go and shoot one of their children. Yeah, yeah. And that is the regarded as social justice social in justice. that society. Mm -hmm. Don't think you'd get away with it in our society no, in Ireland very easily. Mm -hmm. Although it is, pro it is practiced among uh, certain types of gangs, that eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. <laughs> we have a good example here this week of that. Indeed so. Mm. Indeed so. I'm looking at the magazine, folks, and there's something which I feel we should be talking about sometime in the quite near future. I know we're not in contest season at the moment, but we're a Very couple of months or, month or so away from contest season. And this arose out of a conversation that uh, Paul and I had the other day. The contest rules have had some slight changes. And I wonder how many people actually know mm -hmm. what the current contest rules are. And in fact, over the, the five years or more that I've been in Toastmasters, every year there have been little changes. And 
Toastmasters does do it quite well in that they do highlight what are the changes from this year over last year. So as long as you look at the contest rule book every year, you will find what the current rule changes are. But that's something I think we might. Uh, that's it. Is this, the, is this the January future. magazine? This you're is the January to? magazine. Yeah. Interesting. We'd advise our yeah. listeners to have a look at that. Indeed. And that, uh, folks, brings us to the end of this part of the show. We'll welcome you back again tomorrow at the same time when we'll be bringing you a, a video uh, from a very well-known actor. But it is an inspirational one. It's about the meaning of life. We'll see you then. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4 p.m. every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.